Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifiolua Abegunde. Glory to God Almighty for this privilege. He is granting you and I to learn again at its feet. And the 11th February 2024 is another Sunday. And do not forget Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. So for Sunday, the topic is Faith Amidst the Fiery Furnace. And that is taken from the book of Daniel, chapter 3, verse 19 to 28a. Our golden text is in this way, and I'd love to read out for us, which is taken from Daniel, chapter 3, verse 28 then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be the God of Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servant. They trusted in him and defiled the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. This leads us to our introduction where it's clearly indicating to us the fact that it is no longer new that in the world we find ourselves today, in the society we find ourselves today, in the community of men that we may be today, uh, even in our nation, I mean, a country that we may be today, it is no longer new that it's, the world is just hostile, hostile to God, hostile to the word of God and hostile to God's people. And it has been from time immemorial, even to this very age and, and moment. And that is why this lesson is very, very relevant and is coming again to awake us to this reality. And then, not just because we want to celebrate the consciousness of this, but what is the position of God to this what is God saying to you what is God saying to me in moment that it looks as if we are faced with persecution we are being oppressed and as believer it seems really hard to live in a world like this so when people are afraid you know to confess Jesus as Lord and Savior is the kind of world that we are in already. When people and miss friends could not boldly declare who they are, the identity they carry, when even on the ground of looking for job, looking for opportunity, or getting connected with men, people are denying their faith. A lot of things are happening. A lot of compromise has been taking place. But then this lesson is coming and is bringing to you and I an awakening of our faith to the consciousness of the reality of what it's meant to be and how God expects it from us. So today's lesson focuses on the faith of the three Hebrew friends, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, while in exile in Babylon, how they also were faced with with persecution, meaning that we are not, when we say we are going through something as an experience or challenge, we are not the first in it. And that is just what this lesson is coming to establish to everyone today listening, that for whatever it is that is hard, that you can call hardship, for whatever you can experience as, you know, pain, or, you know, or things you don't even 
deserve that you are faced with. You are not the first to be in such experience. But then what was so unique about these people is the fact that they stood their ground. They were ready never to defile their faith in God. They were resolute in their faith and they don't care even if they have to lose their life. So we'll go on in the lesson to see how God wants us to live our life, you know, in the face of, instead of living in fear, in intimidation, you know, in compromise, there is a better life that God is calling you and I too. So I pray that today will be greatly blessed as the lesson leads us in two parts. But before then, let us pray. Father, we acknowledge your holy name and we are grateful for another opportunity to learn. We ask, O oh God, that you make our heart receptive to your word. We pray for grace to have this living faith in you. And no matter the raging of the storm, we will be able to stand. We pray for grace in Jesus' name. Amen. The first part of the lesson is a death sentence. Please read Daniel chapter 3 verse 19 to 23. And uh, for as many who are familiar with the story of Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these three friends were Hebrew. Uniquely what we see them living for here is standing for their faith. Nebuchadnezzar as a king has just, you know, make make a decree of what he expects people to come and acknowledge. He has just made an image and is expecting that whenever they hear the sound of instrument, the people should gather wherever they are, come and bow before this golden image, this image that he has made in reference of him. But here we see three friends, these men, Sardrach, Meshach, and Abednego, not ready. They were not ready to go by what the king was saying, not just because they wanted to, you know, vehemently disobey the king, but because the decision of the king, the command of the king to time was against the will of God for them. So it's a question to you and us. We start up to assess this practically to our life today. What is that thing too? What is that situation to time that looks so really accessible for, you know, for embrace, considering how or where it's coming from. But have you come to check well? Is this the will of God? Is this the mind of God? Is this in line with my faith? These three men were able to understand. They understood so well, I beg your pardon, that if they have to obey the king to time, they would disobey their God. And they were not ready. And let us also note this. Despite the reality of the sentence, this man held on to their conviction and they did not compromise their faith. And what Nebuchadnezzar declared is that anyone who failed to bow down to this God that he has made, this image that he had made, will be thrown into this fairy, fire, this fairy funnels. And that was what became like a threat for many to time. I don't know what is that threat also that is coming your way now. Threat of if you don't do this, you will lose this. If you don't do that, you become this or you will die. Like death also was the matter here for those people. We've seen Christian in the north and even several who had stood their ground also on living according to their faith. 
and it seems as if even to some in reality it also a concern of death but what is the lesson bringing to us today let us know this that it is more rewarding to obey god than humankind especially if there is a contradiction to God's command. And that is one thing that we must receive grace for today and have as understanding from these men. They were not ready. They were just so resolute and they knew where that see, we would rather be more rewarded that we obey God than for us to because a man is bringing threat, we should now dance to his or our tune. So I pray that this conscious reality that staying with God is better off being with man. You know, there is this concern that it is possible that you have friends and many number of people around you. But you know, when you are just one with God, it's a majority. That is wisdom and much more better. So these men, they were ready for the worst. Was to happen to them and they were not ready to compromise their faith. And let us assess two things would have happened to them if they have compromised their, their faith. Two things would still have happened. The first is the fact that they will still die. And that is it. No matter how we run for death, here in this world, the end of it all is still the fact that human will die one day. So it is a matter of when death comes, what is he missing with us? I mean, what is in our hands to time? What is the record to be kept of us? What is the legacy we'll be leaving behind? These same people, they wouldn't have become heroes of faith as we see mentioned even in the book of Hebrew as concern of men who live to demonstrate faith for us. And that is one thing that matters the most, that the quality of the life that we live is all that matters, not the length of the years we stay on heart. I pray that God will grant unto us grace to stand in Jesus' name. Amen. And we see also things to learn from these men. They were bold in their faith in God. No matter the conspiracy from the kingdom of darkness and still to today, the devil is not resting. He's still stirring up men. He's still stirring up, you know, forces against children of God. He's still bringing issues, matters, you know, strategically to tear children of God apart and make it obvious or make it obvious that we are naked or we are alone or this is just too much. But what is the Lord expecting of us? We have to be bold in our faith. Just as these men were bold in their faith, they were ready. They never mind what it is. Even when Nebuchadnezzar was saying, increase the heat of that furnace seven times more. And when they were to be born together, you know, it could have become a compromise for them and say, hey, this thing is too much a reality for us to bear. And that is the kind of faith God is expecting from us that no matter what it is, we will know him, we will trust in him, and we will not look back. I pray that God is granting this grace to everyone listening today in Jesus' name. Amen. And let us be assured of this reality as well, that we have a God who is always providing a way of escape. 
the book of Isaiah 43 has been able to tell us clearly the mind of God for us. That even while we go through fire, while we are in fire, he said we will not be born. So what is that situation? God is saying today that he is there with us. He is not leaving you. He is not leaving me. We shouldn't be afraid, but let us hold on to his word. And let us know that faithful is he who has said a thing. And for whatever it is, God is faithful. I pray that the Lord will strengthen our faith beyond what it is. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The second part of our lesson is divine protection. Please let's take up reading from that same Daniel chapter 3. And now continuing from verse 24 to 28a. And what we see here is that there were things Nebuchadnezzar was seen from afar and they were coming in this dimension. He discovered that three men became four. <laughs> and that is the, the, the power of God at work, the backing of God at work. That way of escape that God gives to his own children, no matter what it is, when he says that he is with us, this is a proof. The king also was troubled the time where he is to what he was seeing. He was expecting to have discovered that the fire might have, you know, burned them and they are all no more to be seen, consumed and destroyed completely, you know, burned to ashes. But then he was still seeing these three men. But they were not just three this time, they were no longer three in number, but four. Again, the fourth image he was seen, which he could be the only one thing to time as God gave him understanding of his power. What was like the son of, of, of the gods was what he was saying here. He was seeing a reflection of an, an heavenly being, someone much more beyond the ordinary. And then he noticed also that the men were on hot. These men were still just the same way. They were just there standing. You know, they were there in the fire and the fire could not burn them. These were what he saw. And at the same time, powerfully, while he was troubled, he decided to come approaching the entrance of this blazing furnace. And he called out the name of these three Hebrew men, Shadrach, Mezak, Abednego, as in a different language this time around, servant of the Most High. And that is also a message to you and I from this part. Let us know that whatever it is with our life, our life living unto God in purpose, in essence, is glory unto his name. And in what, whatever situation and condition God chose, you know, to take this glory, it is not for us in any way to reason about it. We can't even fathom it ahead of time. And that is what we are seeing of these three Hebrew men. In their condition, God was already doing something. He, God was mightily working in the, in the art and life of Nebuchadnezzar, including the counselor and officers that were there. And you see that this miraculous deliverance that God wrought in the life of this man was able to attract attention of all. And the greatest of it that happened was that the king became the testifier of the unwavering faith of this man. 
And that is a lesson for you and I. You know, when, when God is just at work in us, and when we can take that our stand and we are not giving up, we are not turning our back against God, and we are saying, Lord, it is with you, and with you I will stay forever. What God does with our life is that he makes our life become a message for the world. One other thing that we must understand here is the fact that our enduring, uh, you know, and unwavering faith in God in times of trial or persecution, a weapon for revealing how great our God is. We see this for the Babylonian to time. And likewise, a message for all, which I was just what I have expressed earlier. So let us, let us brace up as believers today. Let us be encouraged by these men. They are story in the word of God. And let us know that no matter what is the situation now, I don't know what it is in the country right now that is a matter upon our mind uh, or whatever it is in our home, in the environment, personally, what we are faced with, what God is set to do is the fact that God wants us to see him revealing his power in that situation. God wants us to see how he will make this become a testimony that people will begin to share how great this God is and a God to be trusted. So this is one thing that we all must understand. So in summary, this lesson is teaching us the importance of us living, you know, for, for, for the demonstration of faith, you know, having faith in God, even when all hope seems lost. And that is one thing that we must understand. And I know the question of why does God sometimes allow his children to experience suffering or hardship? may come to our mind as it's even in the lesson today for discussion. One thing we must understand is that God permits some things in our life or on our way as a test of faith, not because God is a tempter or is trying to tempt us, no. But then that victory that we may have in this one is strengthening us even for much more and is opening way for a lot with us and God is granting more grace. Is giving strength. We can never remain the same and is rewarding. Moment when children of God can overcome this moment, times of examination, of assessment. That is what God wants to see us truly. Do you really know me as you said you know me? Are you strong to stay with me no matter what? You know, it's, it's always like that. So our relationship with God is not just a conversation of, I believe in God for expression alone. It is a walking. It is an action that God expects to see and also want us to reflect to the world. And the second part here too, explaining this is the fact that our life is a message. When we go through hardship, when we go through, you know, suffering, God wants our life to become a message that will help others, you know, to, to receive this gospel, you know, because God will prove himself in our life. He won't leave us to it. He will make us victorious in it. For as many who can believe and stay in God or true. And another thing is that this will help others in need. Such that the comfort that you have received through the process. You also, when time of need come for another. You will be able to comfort others with the comfort you have received. 
And this is what God is setting everyone out for. Every believer out there, you listening also today. And the Lord is saying, stay in faith. Be bold in your faith. Keep trusting in God for he is faithful. And I pray that the Lord will prove himself mighty in our lives, in all situations, in Jesus' name. Amen. We've come to the end of the lesson. I'm wishing us all glorious service ahead of Sunday. Bye, everyone. The Lord bless you. Amen.